Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Allstate, two-year starter, and rush in for the big run and NFL vet. Is Dudeness or uh, Duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino if you're not into the whole brevity thing? It's Blackshirt Jay Moore with Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. Blackshirt Husker, NFLer, and uh, co-host, Big Red Wrap-Up, Jay Moore with us. Jay, you been on any stakeouts today? <laughs> no, I've been, I've been working. No, no stakeouts. It's a little too chilly for 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 a stake to uh, be checking out who might, may or may not be coming into uh, Omaha or Lincoln, Nebraska here currently. So no, I'm I'm at the office wrapping up some stuff for the rest of the day, and then and I'll just I'll just trust your guys' good uh, you know sources and insights on who might be the next head ball coach at uh, University of Nebraska. True or false, Jay Moore was with Matt Rule at the Dave Matthews Show. <laughs> <laughs> well. If uh, if if I was, you were too. Then well, you and I, you and I were like same we area, were right but next to each other, but we didn't know it. Yeah, well, yeah. I, there was some big guy that could bench press a, a semi that I asked if I could get on his shoulders, and he kind of looked at me. Fun. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, we were both in the pit. I was uh, I was towards the uh, the right sideline. You were towards the left sideline. Fair to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We were close to the entrance of the pit on on our. That, on our side, so yep. it was easy access to the restrooms and uh, the cocktail line. So we were we were thinking we you know we were thinking very efficiently about where we stood. No, there you go. We were we uh, he took a, a, like eight or nine selfies as he left the stage and uh, just story of my life just uh, on the cutting room floor, brother. I mean, I was off to the uh, to the right, not pictured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But Dang it. Uh, yeah, it's all right. I'm not. I'm not anything to look at. But uh, good show. We'll, we'll get more of your Great Dave show. review in a second. But back to football. Uh, let's talk offensive and defensive lines because that's where Nebraska needs to go to work. And what's the feel in a locker room if a new coach goes JUCO? There's the portal now, but uh, Callahan went pretty heavy, didn't he, with with JUCO defensive linemen. And some offensive linemen to, uh, to to get things where he wanted them when he came in. Yeah, but a heavy heavy uh, defensive line. Um, you know, Ola Dagenduro, um, Barry Cryer, yeah, JUCO guys. Uh, Carl Nix is a JUCO guy. Came from San Francisco, along with Mo Purify. Those I think those guys went to the same JUCO with each other. So yeah, that was those are obviously three really good gets by by Bill. And uh, you you know you got to. Do what you got to do to kind of solidify those things, and and whether it's through JUCO or it may be through the transfer portal. I tell you what, just getting those transfer uh, defensive linemen, offensive linemen, those guys are gold, and those guys are so hard to come by and get right away. I mean, these guys, if they, if you are worth, you know, you're worth a damn on on either side of the ball, 
uh, you're you're going to get like thirty or forty offers, literally, in a transfer portal, and then it's coming down to NIL money, all sorts of crazy stuff. Which obviously, I think Nebraska has some weight in the NIL NIL side of things, but most of these guys are end up they go to the the big dogs just like all their other recruiting rankings you know it's the it's the alabamas it's the clemsons it's the georgias ohio states michigans so on and so forth uh for some of these those those top four or five guys on the other side of the ball that might go into the transfer portal but if you can't get those guys you got to lean on some some juco and i i would i would you know think that whoever this next guy would be you have to you'd have to go that route. And you might not be able to get him in the early signing class, but you could probably get him in the later one and, and hopefully get him in in the summer. And once they, once, if they're academics, I guess, are, are in order, that's, that's always a, that's a second guess when you're starting to deal with JUCO guys. That's, those, those guys went to JUCO for, um, are usually for academic reasons, so you've got to make sure that everything's on, on, you know, on par with those set of things. But there will be some, there'll be some sort of, of dipping into the JUCO ranks just to get some more help, get some more depth, and just solidify and just become a little better, at, at, you know, coming in this next year on both sides of the ball. I think I think the defensive line has progressed pretty nicely so far in, you know, through, what, 10 games, even though, you know, you know they can't get any help from the offense. But on the other side, this offensive line has, has struggled all year long. And whether, whether it's Casey or, or Logan – or Chuba at, at the helm. These guys have struggled to protect and give time and and get somewhat of a decent run game going. And they they've they've shown they've shown um, sparks at times getting the run game going. But unfortunately, you have a you know a, a, a offense coordinator who <laughs> just doesn't want to stick with the run. He likes to throw the ball. So it's uh, it, they've obviously struggled. I, I think the, the the play calling could help them out a little more. It just hasn't. But again, I mean, if if, you, if you're able to. If these guys were were you know all looking at maybe being in NFL camps you know in the next year or two, I, I think this offense you'd be able to run the ball and you'd be able to throw it more efficiently. So they, they haven't been able to do it and they they struggle. There's some there's some there are some younger guys in there, but there's some older guys who just who have just struggled. Period since they've they've been here, unfortunately. So I would I would expect heavily that the next guy would you'd have to you'd have to dip into that JUCO ranks just to just get some sort of help here and, and expedite this process, process of getting better, you know, as quickly as possible. Well, yeah, Jay, to your point, this this entire team has shown flashes of what they can be, but then, you know, you go play a team like Michigan and they remind you where you really are. So in, in your mind, how far away is this Husker football team from being able to compete? I spoke last week about how if you can fix the lines of scrimmage, you could at least be a respectable team in the Big Ten, maybe crack into that top 25 uh, with some luck on your side. But in your opinion, how far away is this Husker football team from being a place that, that Husker fans will actually be proud of this football team? Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's as far as, as away as what, you know, the records and some of the results may show. I mean, you just look at this team last year, they should have beat Michigan. And Michigan was in the Final Four last year and won the Big Ten. So, And I know the, 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 the defensive side of the ball is, is vastly different. And you had a quarterback in Adrian Martinez. But there's still a lot of these guys that played a lot last year are still here, you know. And I just think you get a couple more key pieces, you know, develop this offensive line and defensive line uh, starting day one, you know, whether it's, it's Casey next year or whoever it may be. The quarterback is a huge position in the game of football. Majority, I'd say 95% of great football programs have top-notch quarterbacks. They have draftable NFL quarterbacks. And you know the one that teams that really did it was Alabama and 
years past, but they've had they had four guys get drafted in the first round over about a two or three year period. They've sent two wide receivers in the first round every year. Uh, you know, you just go up to running backs, and you just you, you don't have to have an elite quarterback when when you're just surrounded by first and second rounders everywhere on both sides of the ball. So I think that that's going to be an interesting situation going forward. But they're not they're not that far away. I mean, I, you just gotta you just gotta approach it the right way. And I'm saying like I'm saying they're not that far away from being you know be able to go eight and four. Nine and three, you know, hell, seven and you know, they're not that seven and five is not that hard to attain. I'm saying they're not that far away from from competing to win the Big Ten West. I think they're a long ways away from winning the Big Ten. I think that's that's probably a more of a you know four to five year process. But I think competing for the West, you're only a couple of years away, in my opinion, from that from doing that. It's just it's not going to take a whole lot. It's just understanding who you are, what you want to be, and who you're playing week in and week out. And I think this next guy will, will definitely do that. But it's, it's being respectable and playing, you know, and playing in, in bowl games, we're not that far away. You just got to sure up some things, be more disciplined, develop guys. I mean, that's, that's, that's a spring ball in a training camp. And I think that you can turn things around rather quickly. Jay Moore's with us, Hale Bar City Radio. Jay, what would you build your offense around? What do you think would win? Uh, what Michigan's doing? Uh, what Ohio State's doing? They've got the combo. They've got the quarterback. They've got the line. They've got the skill. They've got all of it. Uh, yeah. You look at what Nebraska's doing right now when you look at, at where their line is at, and you've seen the difference a guy like Casey Thompson makes despite the line. They've been able to win or be in some games with Casey and uh, and a guy like Trey Palmer, right? We think of Purdue, but do you build the the offense around the quarterback, or do you build it around the around the lines? Well, I think you always want to start with offensive line. You can you have if you have an exceptional O line talent and ex- exceptional O line play, that just makes everyone better. That makes the quarterback better, makes the running backs better makes the wide receivers better. So, so first and foremost, you got to build up offensive lines. And then you try to figure out what kind of quarterback are you recruiting? Because that's going to kind of that's going to kind of make the difference on what kind of offensive lineman you're going to you want to bring in and develop. Because if you want to have a QB, you know, a dual threat guy, you know, you're probably going to need to have, you know, some rather athletic guys and you know, you're probably not looking at recruiting guys like Bryce Benhart you know, in the future, being you know six eight. I mean, Nebraska's gone big, which I think that's that's fine. You know, yet yet the, the Big Ten is it's there are large humans all over the field in in the Big Ten. You got to kind of size up, but you you want athletic offensive linemen, guys who can move, guys who have good feet, so they're able to pull and do things. And and you know, the biggest thing is is when you're athletic linemen is when you get beat initially, you're able to recover. And, and still get a hand on a guy, or still something. Because sometimes all you need is a is a crease, man. You don't need a whole lot. You don't have to just pancake a guy every play. You just got to be able to be in the right place. And you know, one step here, you know, to, to save you to shield shield them off. And boom, there's your crease. And Anthony Grant or Gabe Urban, whoever is coming, you know, will play next year is off to the races. So I would start there, and then figure out, you know, your QB. What, what do you want out of him? Dual threat, and then that kind of you know, that just kind of depends on your offense going forward. So I, you know. I, I'm okay with with a pro style. I really like what Harbaugh does. I love his system. It's more of a pro style, but you know they have a some sort of athletic element with their with their QB. But they just kind of line up at you, 
they formation you to death, and they said, good luck. I mean, it's easy to do that when you have a guy like Coram, too, to, to run the football, and you have, you have good off-of-the-line play, and your defense is one of the best in the nation. But I, I like what they're about. I love that style of football. You know, Harbaugh's been playing that style of football since he was at San Diego to, to Stanford to, to uh, the 49ers, now back with Michigan. I just kind of like what, what that's about, and uh, that would be kind of the way I'd want it modeled, but I'm not <laughs> I'm, I'm not uh, trying to be the next head coach either of, this, of Nebraska. Jay Moore with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Good to spend time with Jay. A few more minutes, we'll get to some NFL action with Jay as well. So Matt is trying to make the case for, for Rick Neuheisel. Bless his heart. Not Rick, Matt's. Skippy belongs on TV and Sirius XM. Not around Washington, not around Colorado, not around UCLA. Story about Skippy. This comes from a, a friend that you may hear on Thursday. Skippy let the players have beer on the plane ride home. See, that's just cool. That's cool. Nah. <laughs> you know what isn't cool? Your acoustic guitar and a turtleneck every Friday night in Boulder. <laughs> Game plan, my man. Skippy's been pun- punted out of everywhere he's been. Like what you hear? High-quality radio and podcast is part of what we do at Hale Varsity. Hey, it's Chris Schmidt with Hale Varsity Radio, and I wanted to offer listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we do. Ten issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com backslash subscribe and enter in the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's hailvarsity.com backslash subscribe promo code GBR. And now, and now back to Hail Varsity Radio. Jay Moore's with us, Hail Varsity Radio. Jay, whenever you're looking at offensive scheme, do you think about, you know, recruiting? Because that Michigan scheme, it's great for offensive linemen, it's great for running backs, but. You're going to be hard-pressed to find an elite quarterback that wants to go, you know, hand the ball off 30 times a game. I know J.J. McCarthy was a high-ranking recruit, but uh, I don't think he's necessarily, you know, the the, the top NFL talent at the position uh, coming out here in a couple years. So with that in mind, is that something that's going to factor in for you? Because I know everyone loves a triple option, but it's kind of that same problem there of what talent are you going to get here to come run the triple option? I think, first and foremost, you're going to get recruits because you win not because of the system you run. I mean, that's going to have something to it. But the fact that you're winning and recruits want to be part of winning programs. They want to win Big Ten championships. They want to, they want to play in the college football playoff. And I know that's going to expand here. They want, to, they want chances to win. I don't think it's necessarily, uh, oh, I don't, I'm not going to go to Nebraska, even though they play for the Big Ten title every year. Because I just don't think I'll be able to develop into a pro, you know, a pro prospect. You know <laughs> Nebraska's had a decent amount of talent here in the last year. They probably, you know, they've had more if they would have, you know, guys, more guys get drafted, they would have won. And I think that's that's the, that's the first. I mean, I'm just looking at what I would want to do as a recruit. You know, is, is you want to go somewhere you win. The more you win, the more times you're on TV, the more scouts that are at practice. That's that's what scouts want. Scouts want NFL teams want to draft winners. They want guys that are part of winning programs. So that's that's first and foremost. And then. Yeah, if, I mean, if you get a guy, I mean, you might be able to tweak, adapt, do things to 
his certain skill set. But again, as long as uh, when you're building a house, you have to have a solid foundation. You have to have everything in order. And that foundation is top-notch elite offensive line play, top-notch elite defensive line play. And then once you have that solidified, now you can kind of start getting fancy. Now you can start thinking about what kind of floors do I want? What kind of refrigerator do I want? What kind of carpet do I want? What kind of furniture do I want? And that's hot what I'm tub, Jay. About. We need a hot yeah, tub. Whatever. What kind of pool? What kind of gym do you want? You know, it's all that kind of stuff in there. And that's that's what you kind of figure into your quarterback. That's your running backs. There's your there's your linebackers. There's your DBs. But until you don't have a solid foundation of off your line play, your house is going to be crap. You know, you might be able to get by every now and then if if the weather's, you know, calm and cool. But as soon as anything choppy, a storm comes, hell, whatever it may be, a storm or some, something, that house is not going to be able to survive. And that's what's what we've seen with, with Nebraska in the last decade is our line play just hasn't been to where it needs to play. I mean, other than you go back to the Riley years with uh, Malik and Vincent Valentine, you know, and then maybe maybe last year they're they're pretty darn good. But the defensive line is just hasn't been there. Offensive line, you know, really hasn't been worth its salt. You know, I don't even. You probably go back to the Searles and Jake Long and in those years with Amir. So you got to get back to that. Get got to get back to that building that solid foundation. That's that's winning up front, and then then you figure it out. Well, what else do you want to do after that? Jay, uh, we're not going to ask you about Michigan because we don't want you to uh, get sick on air. But we can <laughs> ask you about Wisconsin. They're favored by a bunch. They, I'm fairly certain, held. Uh, you look at the Wisconsin win and or loss against Iowa. Iowa didn't have many yards, if any, but it was special teams, turnovers, defensive score, uh, short fields, and, and you get a two-touchdown win. You go plus two in the turnover margin. Wisconsin's really limping in. They got to win Saturday or or beat Minnesota just to get bowl eligible. What happens Saturday? Well, it depends on, I think, the status of Casey. You know, if he's not able to play, then – Okay, how's how's Chuba? You know, he went out of the game. Okay, then what, what do you do with Logan? And that's that. Let's just say if Logan's able to go, and the other two guys aren't, what are you doing with Logan? Because <laughs> he's not great either, he healthy wise. Yeah, what if? Yeah, he's not great, but what if he gets hurt? Who else is going to play? So they are in a very sticky, tricky situation here. I think if if Casey could play, and I hope he does, I I think Nebraska has a really good shot. And I put a thirteen point dog, but if Casey can't play. I mean, this this offense has scored one touchdown since Casey Thompson's been hurt. That was against Minnesota. So I just don't I don't foresee them doing that. This defense is as well as they played. It's just going to be kind of the same scenario like we saw against Illinois and Minnesota. You're going to play well enough defensively. Braylon Allen's probably going to be able to get Creasy on a couple runs because the defense is out there too long and he's just too good. And you're looking at a 17 to Six tight ball game, in my opinion. I don't think Minnesota's defense, or excuse me, uh, uh, Wisconsin's offense is anything great. Mertz has struggled heavily this year. If Casey can play and go, I think Nebraska has a chance. But if 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 they're relying on Logan Smothers again, he's banged up. I just don't know what you're able to do offensively. We can't score any points. We can't sustain drives. Everyone just kind of just loads the box and just says, "Hey, good luck trying to beat us over top," because you don't have quarterbacks can can take it over top. So. Um, until we know what Casey's in, I think it's going to be a kind of a similar ball game offensively and and defensively. It's just kind of the same story that we are going to see that we saw against Minnesota and and uh, Illinois, unfortunately. 
NFL real quick, your takeaway with that just wacky marathon that was Bills Vikings. That was uh that was a crazy game. I tuned in, it was like twenty seven ten. Yeah. And then and then the Bills go for it on fourth and two, he throws a pick, they could have got points, you know, mm-hmm. make it thirty to ten, they don't. Bills just kinda fight back like they've done all year and somehow win that game. You know, you had the miss you had the miss, you know, he, uh, I think Davis did have an incomplete pass on the sideline there. They called a catch. Mm-hmm. I think the Bills had 12 guys on the field at one point. They didn't get called. So that was just a wild game. But, it, I mean, what a, what a good – I mean, that game that was followed up by the, the Cowboys and, and Packers game was a great game too. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, that, that Bills that Bills Vikings game might be the game of the year so far. That was, that was entertaining to watch. Vikings found a way, man. They were super impressive. And then – are you going to buy stock in Green Bay or no way? No, no way. <laughs> they, there's no, I mean, no, it doesn't, if Aaron, if Aaron Rodgers had help, sure. But, I mean, geez Louise, the guy has no help. And what are they, what, uh, four and six now? Yeah. So I, I have a hard time. I don't, the Vikings are winning the North, you know, the NFC North. I just can't foresee them, the Packers, getting a, a wild card to sneak in the playoffs. There's someone from the, NFC West, and is going to, they're going to get two teams probably in, and then maybe even the NFC East will get a couple teams in as well. So I just can't foresee the Packers unless they go on a, a, a hot streak, but they don't, they don't have enough help. They, they traded it all away. Jay Moore with us. Watch him Tuesday night. Big red wrap-up. And uh, Jay Moore, uh, longtime black shirt, Husker, and uh, NFLer. Jay Bird will check in next week. Thanks for the time. Yep, you got it. Thanks, fellas. Good to spend time with Jay Moore, black shirt Husker NFLer. We'll wrap up some NFL and a little bit more from Paul Meyerberg on uh, the Monday rule, right? It's uh, Matt Rule Monday. At least that's been the talk for most of the show. Reminder to get buckled up using your seatbelt saves lives, prevents injuries only if properly worn. Uh, make sure you buckle up. A message from the Nebraska Department of Highway Safety Office. We are on the road Friday, final road show Friday, down at the Single Barrel, last home game of the season, is uh, we invite you down to the Single Barrel 4-6 to six on Friday at Nebraska and Wisconsin. So uh, keep that uh, on the calendar. Should be a good time. Uh, a lot of red down there. Not sure what the, uh, the, the travel party looks like for whiskey. But I know I'll be uh, behind a big old stake. We'll dive into some NFL, wind out a Monday with Hale Varsity, presented by Currency.